This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. What to eat on Super Bowl Sunday. When I go to Super Bowl parties is to eat. And let's be honest, I mean, Eagles aren't playing, so, like, it's really about the food. Is that, That's the only thing is about when the Eagles aren't playing. The food. A local chef divulges some creative recipes. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can, and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadass Kuznets with Aziza Young, who is a chef out of Sheltonham. She's also a celebrity chef that was on Health Kitchen and Chopped. And if you want to see her wonderful food, you can check her out on Instagram at Chef Ziga. And she is here with me on What's Cooking to talk about the Super Bowl on February 7th. Because, Chef, let's be honest, it's all about the food, isn't it? It is definitely about the food. Um, I don't really watch sports. I do have clients that are athletes. But when I go to Super Bowl parties... Is to eat. I don't watch. I don't watch the game. <laughs> and and let's be honest. I mean, Eagles aren't playing, so like it's really about the food. Is that that's the only thing is about when the Eagles aren't playing the food. <laughs> now this year, people are not going to the Super Bowl party. So do you expect it to be different? Like, do you expect the spread to be different? How can you kind of describe from a chef's perspective? How's the celebration going to be different? Well, being as though people aren't going to a lot of Super Bowl parties this year, honestly, I think it's a it gives people an opportunity to expand their creativity with food, with with wings, with appetizers. You know, you're going to have a smaller crowd. Let's say you just have your cousin, your nieces over nephews or just, you know, a couple of close family members or just your family or just your family. This will be a great time to to experiment with some food like I made these Thai basil garlic buffalo wings that are amazing with blue cheese crumbles or buffalo popcorn. You know, these things like you can be creative. You can experiment because one, there's not going to be a lot of pressure on you because there's not going to be a big party. You know, most times you have a lot of pressure is, oh, I have to get this. I have to get this and this. But with smaller parties, more intimate gatherings, now let loose and be creative and do more fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I do recall in years past, people are always trying to like get into like, hey, who's who's having a party? Which basically means who's going to feed me? Exactly. Because <laughs> that's what I 
I do? Who's going to feed me? What food are you going to have there? <laughs> right. So what's the big, what's the best Super Bowl food? The best Super Bowl food, in my opinion, of course, wings. Wings are the top. You can sauce them any way you want, season them any way you want. So wings would be my number one. The next one, anything with cheese and bacon. So loaded potato skins, loaded tater tots. I was writing a whole list of stuff. Bacon wrapped shrimp pigs in a blanket, burgers, like sliders, like cheesesteak sliders. There are an abundance of just finger foods. And see, I'm a, I'm greedy. So when you ask me like, what can we eat? I'm like a whole fridge. We can eat everything. Salmon cake, crab cakes. You know, there are so many things that with smaller parties, you can accomplish a lot more. You're not, you're not going to break your pocket. You can, you can most likely spend a fraction of what you would usually spend for a smaller gathering. You can buy those things like uh, crab sticks and then deep fry them. The imitation crab meat, deep fry those bad boys. Those are nice appetizers. You can make your own cocktail sauce with it, your own tartar sauce with it. Small little quiche pies, or yeah, small little pies, like little finger. Because the whole thing of this party is we're not getting full. We're just, we're snacking while we're eating and while we're drinking beers or alcohol. So we just want to pop some little small bites in our I'm a I'm a huge fan of small bites. It's got to be finger food too, right? Yes, yes, and it's, I mean it's great. I mean pretzels uh, with beer cheese. That's a big hit, you know. We're Philly. Philly, we love pretzels. We love our soft pretzels. So you have these nice pretzel nuggets. Make a nice beer cheese to go with it. Get your favorite beer. And mix it up with a fondue, basically, is what it is. So you can dip stuff in there. Apples, carrots. Like I said, pretzels is my go-to. So, <laughs> What do you think is the most Philly Super Bowl appetizer? The most Philly Super Bowl appetizer? Hoagies. Hoagies, cheesesteaks. <laughs> Usually when I go to Super Bowl parties, you're always going to see a tray of hoagies. You will always see a tray of hoagies. So you can order that or make it yourself, Cut, but cut it small so you can try all kinds of stuff. Yes, you can order it. Or me, I like to make them myself because I can add anything I want to the hoagie. You know, I can add a garlic aioli instead of a regular mayonnaise or a sriracha aioli instead of a regular mayonnaise. And then you can make a buffalo chicken hoagie because if you, if you don't feel like having buffalo wings, you have that buffalo chicken hoagie so sandwiches are a way to be creative you know you can do so much with with sandwiches you you can do so much with these you know turkey hoagies with avocados and hard-boiled eggs and tomatoes and arugula the list in your imagination is endless what would you say is like the number one if you're throwing a party or if you're just putting out a spread for your family at home what's the number one thing that you need i cannot have a party without buffalo wings and i mean my buffalo wings not ordering any because i season my wings <laughs> so my i cannot have a party without buffalo wings without uh, French onion dip with Ruffles potato chips and a vegetable dip with pumpernickel bread. Those are the dishes that I have to have at a party. So also when you're cooking, what what is the like the one thing that you can't cook without? The one thing I cannot cook without is saison seasoning or saison. That right there, it, it tastes good. Saison, saison, my smoked paprika, granulated garlic, and... Laurie's. <laughs> Those are my four go-tos if uh, when I season. So if you make my wings, you're going to take your wings, defrost them. And these are for 12 wings. These are for 10 to 12 wings. So you take one tablespoon of buffalo wing seasoning. I get mine from ShopRite. You know, I get their brand or ShopRite or Fresh Grocer. You take one, a uh, half a teaspoon of granulated garlic, a half a teaspoon of smoked paprika, 
and a half teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce. And you mix that together with two tablespoons of blended oil. And you toss your wings in that. And you let it sit in the refrigerator. After you toss it, you put it in a, in a storage bag. You let it sit in the fridge for a minimum of a half hour. Then you put them in an the air fryer and cook it for 15 minutes on one side. If they're jumbo wings, which mine were, 15 minutes on one side, 15 minutes on the other. After that, you can either eat them with just the seasoning because it's amazing. It already has the buffalo flavor to it. It's already hot. But if you want the sauce, I took Thai basil leaves, crushed them up a little bit just so that I could extract some of that flavor. And I mixed them up with the buffalo sauce, shredded some garlic over it. And now you have your Thai basil garlic um, buffalo wings, which are amazing. I usually, I don't share my wings <laughs> when I cook them. <laughs> I'll make extra for my kids to cook by themselves, but me, myself, once they're in my hands, I'm not sharing them anymore. <laughs> you have to buy them. Yes. You have to buy them or you have to make them yourself, but I'm not sharing. Nice. <laughs> um, I know you like to get creative with your uh, wing toppings. So what else? What's like the most creative you've gotten? Or is there like a, a topping that you were like, oh, that is good. I didn't expect that to be so good. Well, last year I was on um, Good Day America and they had me on because it was National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. And they asked me to make a recipe use peanut butters. So I made a peanut butter teriyaki um, sauce to put on my wings. I made peanut butter teriyaki wings. I took honey roasted peanuts chopped them up and sprinkled those over top of the wings. That was amazing. That was great because it was honey roasted peanut butter plus honey roasted peanuts all combined in one. So that was good. Um, last week I was at, I was cooking for, for people and I made these Indian wings. I used Indian spices. I used um, coriander, allspice, um, nutmeg and cloves and, and, and black mustard seeds. And I toasted those on the stove. After that, I, I put them in a herb grinder, grind it up. And while I was doing that on the stove, I had honey, um, fresh squeezed orange juice, orange zest, a little bit of mace, um, and some hoisin sauce and onions, um, caramelized or chopped onions that I put in there and garlic. And I used that sauce to make my spicy, um, Onion, I mean, spicy onion. I mean, I keep saying onion, spicy orange and honey wings. <laughs> and um, that went with, with uh, what did I put that with? Uh, I think I put it with uh, quinoa or rice and, and I'm not sure what the other vegetable was, but you could be creative as, as you, as you want. The more creative you are, the better it comes out. I mean, even something simple, look in your fridge. Let's say you have orange marmalade in your refrigerator. That right, that orange marmalade, you can take some Worcestershire sauce or even sweet and spicy sauce. And these are things that you don't have to make from scratch that someone, um, can go in their fridge, pick up or, or take out. It doesn't need a lot of preparation for, you know, if you're not a chef, if you, if you don't think you're that creative, but take some, um, yeah, orange marmalade. If you go to the market even and get, um, a tube of lemongrass, you could take that orange marmalade and squeeze some of that lemongrass in there. And you have a nice, light, flavorful sauce that you could put over top of your wings. So like I said, this is a time where you're the parties are smaller. You can be more creative because now you have you have more time to be creative and you have more funds because now you're not buying a whole lot of food. You're just buying a little bit of food and, and working with fat. And the pressure is off. The pressure is all the way off. Yeah, pressure is all the way off. 
So, or even like taking um, Hawaiian sweet rolls and making a nice pulled barbecue sandwich with that or pulled, well, let me see, right now it's the winter time. So you have um, beef, you have beef cubes and short ribs, you know, you take some of those leftovers out of your refrigerator and recreate those leftovers. If I'm walking down the supermarket, like uh sauces aisle, what should I be getting to like keep in my refrigerator just because it's like good to have? Good staples. So, of course, ketchup, Dijon mustard. I always keep Dijon mustard, um, regular yellow mustard, and spicy mustard in my fridge because you can always make a sauce out of those. Whether you're using honey for honey Dijon, spicy honey. Um, so mustards always keep in my fridge. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, you could create nice aiolis with. It's already created for you because you have the mayonnaise. But if you add a little bit of sriracha sauce to that with a little bit of lemon juice and a little bit of granulated garlic, you have a nice sriracha aioli that you can dip your wings into. Even And it would taste amazing with buffalo wings. You can just make a garlic aioli out of it by just adding garlic powder to it, a little bit of lemon juice to your aioli. And now you have a nice garlic aioli that pairs well with buffalo. What else? Relish. Relish I keep in my refrigerator. Let's say you're making burger sliders. You could take that relish and mix it up with your ground beef and some onions. And that right there will pull the flavor. It will taste like a burger from McDonald's or Burger King. You know, all those flavors that you can add to dishes that'll help bump them up. Pearl onions. (laughs) Which is crazy. But pearl onions, if you roast those pearl onions and you make some loaded tater tots, you know, (laughs) you have your shredded cheese on there. You could put, you know, some diced tomatoes, bacon and roast some onions on there. Now you've taken what could have been a regular tater tot, either even a regular loaded tater tot, but just adding those little bit of onions, those because it adds a visual effect to it. You know, it makes it look pretty and it make and plus it adds flavor, you know, and pearl onions don't take up a lot of space. So capers. So I keep capers in my cabinet and in my fridge because capers are good for sauces. It's good as a salt replacement when I make my sauces and then fried capers on top of food is good. What else do I keep? I keep so much stuff in my fridge. <laughs> Let, let's move on to uh, the sandwiches, the hoagies. So you can just like make a hoagie and then chop it like small. So what are you putting on your Super Bowl sandwiches? So on my Super Bowl sandwiches, in our family, we own, my husband only eats turkey and chicken. So we'll take a, um, most likely it'll be a turkey melt sandwich or turkey pepperoni sandwich, where we'll take some um, smoked cheeses, We'll take our turkey meat. My husband does not like green vegetables, so I have to replace it with cheese and caramelized onions and sauteed peppers and then some smoked cheddar cheese on top, smoked gouda or gruyere. And that right there will be a sandwich. Meatball sandwiches. We have our meatball, our turkey meatball subs that you can make as well. Chicken hoagies. The, oh, and, and another hoagie. I'm so sorry. My, our sandwich my husband loves is turkey sandwich with cranberry sauce and stuffing. And it's not the season for it because we're now in February, but it's still an an all-time favorite. It's a filler. It's an all-time favorite for him. (laughs) Those are are chicken salad sandwiches. Very simple chicken salad or... So, wait a minute. I did write a list here. (laughs) I'm not even looking at it. Buffalo chicken sliders are also very good and very amazing. My cousin makes a buffalo chicken dip and, and... I don't share that dip and it's not even my dip. I go to her house and I just devour the entire dip. <laughs> it's amazing and it's vegan. I don't know how she makes it, but it's it's just amazing. It's so good. 
So what can you tell us? What's in your uh, chicken salad hoagie? My chicken salad hoagie. So of course, shredded chicken. I put grapes in mine. And what's crazy is my oldest son's grandmother put me down to this. She would put grapes in her chicken salad. I'm like, what person puts grapes in their chicken salad? And then I did it. And it's so amazing. Grapes, walnuts. And I mix all that together with, of course, um, celery and, and onions. And we actually, we put those on Italian sweet rolls. And if you put, you can have it two ways. You can have it cold or you can have a hot where you, where after you assemble it, you put on a, on a panini press. And now you have hot chicken salad sandwiches that are just amazing. <laughs> so tell me about the culture of food at the Super Bowl. Like, why is it important that the food is good? Because if the game isn't good, then you got to have something that you have to have something to fall back on. You have to at least say, well, at least the food was good. My team may have lost, but at least the food was amazing. Because <laughs> good food, good mood, right? It is. I mean, listen, your team's not always going to win. It's, it's really not. But if you have no food, I went to a party one time and they had pizza there. And pizza's great. Pizza's, pizza's good, but it's nice to have a variety of different things to pick from. Because once the pizza was gone, I was like, I wanted to go too. <laughs> there was no more food left over. <laughs> well, that's what they say. Like when the food is over, that's when everyone wants to leave. Yeah, because that's the, uh, the party. I mean, it's only two teams that play in the Super Bowl. And if it's not your team, you're just watching the game. Like, like you said, we're there for the food. The game is great. But what are we eating while we're watching these other teams that's not our team play? So what's your spread this weekend? Oh, my spread, we are going to have, of course, like I said, buffalo wings. We're definitely going to have the, the Thai buffalo wings, the Thai basil, garlic, and buffalo wings. We're going to have regular buffalo wings. It's the sweet and tangy meatballs. That right there is a jar of grape jelly. It's just a regular jar of grape jelly, a jar of chili um, chili sauce. And you pour that into a pot with some meatballs and you let it cook. And these are and these are simple things for people that don't usually cook. You know, um, you could get just pre-made meatballs, put them in the cooker and, and just stir so that they're coated. The meatballs expand and you're great. What does the grape jelly do to the meatballs? Is it the sugar? It gives, yep. It gives it a sweet stickiness. So you will just put you put little toothpicks in it so that people won't get their hands sticky. But yep, grape jelly, chili sauce, put it in a, in, a, in a pot and let it cook. That's it. <laughs> and the kids love it. You know, this I made these when my kids were younger and my kids still talk about, Mom, remember those meatballs you made? And it was so simple. It was so simple. But we're going to have the wings meatballs, nachos, because I love nachos. We're going to have the loaded nachos with our with my homemade guacamole, pico, and sour cream. Anything special you put on your nachos? What makes like not, like loaded nachos really spectacular? The All right, so my nachos, my nachos, first I season my nachos. I season my chips. <laughs> I do. You just put um, Saison seasoning, sprinkle some Saison seasoning on there, toss it up because now your chips has flavor. You can even do ranch. You can go to the market and get the powdered ranch seasoning. Season your chips first because that's going to add flavor to your chips. Then next, your cheese, your pico. So is that's diced tomatoes, jalapenos, onions, um, cilantro, um, and a little bit of lime juice. So you make your pico, you sprinkle your pico on top. Um, if you want to add bacon to it, like bacon bits to it, um, 
taco, like cook down taco meat, cook your taco meat, put that on top of it. And then in the corner, I have my guacamole, my sour cream, um, put some black beans on top. When I say loaded, I mean loaded. So you sprinkle some black beans on top. And if you want to judge up your black beans, like I always do, you cook those down too. You put them on the stove or you put them in the oven and you roast them. I want to taste flavor in every single layer of food. So when I'm making my food, I, when I go out to eat, that's one thing. You know, if I'm, if I'm ordering nachos at a restaurant, that's one thing. I don't expect it. But when I'm making it, we're going to have flavor in every layer and every bite. And after I add my guacamole, my sour cream, then then I'm I'm good to go. I don't need to get up. I don't need to get up for the rest of the day. <laughs> and some jalapenos. You have to have jalapenos on on a on a um on a on a nacho supreme. You With what? Saison seasoning. Sprinkle some saison seasoning on there, toss it up because now your chips has flavor. Or you can even do ranch. You can go to the market and get the powdered ranch seasoning. Season your chips first because that's going to add flavor to your chips. Then next, your cheese. Um, pico salt, your pico. So is that's diced tomatoes, jalapenos, onions, um, cilantro, um, and a little bit of lime juice. So you make your pico, you sprinkle your pico on top. Um, if you want to add bacon to it, like bacon bits to it, um, taco, like cook down taco meat, cook your taco meat, put that on top of it. And then in the corner, I have my guacamole, my sour cream, um, put some black beans on top. When I say loaded, I mean loaded. So you sprinkle some black beans on top. And if you want to judge up your black beans, like I always do. You cook those down too. You put them on the stove or you put them in the oven and you roast them. You know, every, every layer I want, I want to taste flavor in every single layer of food. So when I'm making my food, I, when I go out to eat, that's one thing. You know, if I'm, if I'm ordering nachos at a restaurant, that's one thing. I don't expect it. But when I'm making it, we're going to have flavor in every layer and every bite. Um, so, and after I add my guacamole, my homemade guacamole, my, my, my cream cheese or my sour cream, not cream cheese, my sour cream, um, then, then I'm, I'm good to go. I don't need to get up. I don't need to get up for the rest of the day. <laughs> and some jalapenos. You have to have jalapenos on, on a, on a, um, on a, on a nacho supreme. What are you drinking with all that? Now, I don't drink beer. I drink alcohol. So a rum and coke or my own concoction, which sometimes is is still rum. Um, Captain Morgan Spice Rum is my all-time favorite. So some Captain Morgan Spice Rum. JB is is apple, is bourbon apple, is apple, is an apple liqueur um, with some apple juice. Those three are amazing. It's very, very good. Or you can have yourself a sangria or, or a soda, but me, if I'm, if I'm dogging on these, on this food or a nice hard cider, an amazing hard cider is something, um, if you don't want to get too nice, you don't feel like drinking wine, you don't want to drink any hard alcohol, a nice hard cider is also something that, that's really good. One of those spritzers that they have out there. <laughs> now you, you got a big family, so you're going to have a big spread anyway. What do your kids like to eat? What's their favorite food? Uh, my children, honestly, they eat everything. Good eaters. Yeah. So my appetite, because I'm a piggy. I like I'm a real piggy. So <laughs> my appetite, they eat everything that I would. They wouldn't mind everything. Funnel cake. Funnel cake. Actually, I was experimenting with funnel cake this week. <laughs> and 
I made an apple cider funnel cake. I just had a craving for apple cider funnel cake with some diced apples, salted caramel drizzle, and powdered sugar. And that's right, that right there could be a nice little small treat that you also can do at your party. What makes funnel cake a really good food for the party? It's portable. It doesn't take a lot of time to cook. Like, and it doesn't take a lot of time to prepare like a cake would or cookies would. You know, once you make the batter, all you have to do is pour it and wait five minutes before it's cooked, depending on how hot your, your, um, your oil is. And it's just a fun food. It just, it takes me back to, you know, the boardwalk and Jersey and summertime is, is, is a food that, that has nostalgia to it. So to have little bite size, even funnel cake sticks, they've always been something that, that people have loved, the dessert that people have loved. And so funnel cake is, is, is a festive, is a festive dessert. Wrap us up with a quick funnel cake recipe. Funnel cake recipe. So let me see. Let me see. When I made my funnel cake earlier this week, I already had like the bag of pre-made funnel cake that, that you can just get at the store that you add water to. I don't add water to it though. So if you were to take, let's say two cups of that funnel cake mixture, add about a cup of milk to it. Matter of fact, three cups of the funnel cake mixture, add about a cup and a half of milk to it. One egg cracked, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a teaspoon of rum extract, because that'll also give good flavor to it. And the hot cider seasoning packs, because <laughs> that's what you use. You use the hot cider seasoning packs and you put that in there, stir it up. If you need to add more milk, then add more milk. But stir that up while you're in, dredge that in the in the oil. While your funnel cake is cooking, take a Granny Smith apple, because those are the sweetest, those are tart. Take that and dice those up. You could do a rough chop if you want to, or or me, because I'm looking at how it's going to look. So, but you could take a Granny Smith apple, peel it back, and dice it up, and put them in a bowl, season them with cinnamon, sugar, and let those sit while the funnel cake is cooking. Once it's out, plate the funnel cake, um, drizzle the um, or put the apples on top, drizzle it with caramel, and then finish it off with powdered sugar. Nice little dessert. Sounds amazing. You're going to have a good, I want to, I'm coming to your house next year. Listen, you could come. I don't care. The door is open. I will text you my address. Come on over. Bring the kids. (laughs) It's going to be my kids plus your kids will be eight kids at the party. Just us, right? That's all right. That's eight kids. That's not going to be bothering us. (laughs) Right. We'll be eating. We'll be eating. (laughs) Aziza Young. Is a celebrity chef. She was in Hell's Kitchen. She was in Hell's Kitchen. She was also on Chopped. And you can check out all her food at Chef Ziga. Aziza, thank you, thank you so much, and have a great Super Bowl. Thank you, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You have a great Super Bowl. <laughs> That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at Food in the Two One Five. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's what's cooking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.